What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. journalists in the world. He kicks ass and chews bubblegum at the same time. He is Shepard Ambellis. And you are listening to the Shepard Ambellis Show. And without further ado, here is your host, Shepard Ambellis. Yo, yo, yo. We got Bethany Adani and Aaron Cole with us today. We're going to have a great show Actually, there's a lot to talk about. We dived into the 9-11. We dove. We dived. We dove. I don't know. Into the 9-11 truth and the Building 7 during Rained Out Rantcast. And they had uh, Rant had Popeye and Bob Tuscan on. And Bob Bob, uh, Tuscan's a radio talk show host and he did the building seven challenge this this um um, demonstration he devised and he went to the college campus in florida and um challenged people to to uh watch building seven you know free fall into its own footprint um after they said it got hit with debris and he wouldn't tell them what building it is and they would all say it's a controlled demolition and then he would say that's building seven and then he got arrested and then um so there there's that and then popeye was a first responder during 9 11 
and he said some interesting things um, that, you know, one thing I never remember him saying this because I've talked to Popeye a lot, but um, this is a, a fascinating detail to me. And I was talking about this with my friend Adam this morning, but um, just the whole uh, situation with with the towers and the bombs in the towers and how the firefighters all heard bombs. And there was, there's just numerous videos of firefighters saying there were bombs in the lobby, bombs in the basement. They kept hearing explosions. There's uh, seismic readings that suggest high yield explosives went off. Um, and, and, and they didn't happen when the towers hit either. So, um, there's also like a EMP that kind of hit and you can see it in a lot of the cameras in, in gear at the same time that that seismic wave happened, which kind of suggests like maybe like a nuclear, uh, explosion or something like that. So, but, um, pop, I was saying, um, these firemen's gear looked really new, looked pretty new. And it would be in the rubble or it would be in the building, like in places like laid out, like there was a body in it, but there would be no body in it. That's wild. Now he, you know, he says he doesn't, I didn't get into it with them cause I just wanted them to like talk, you know, but, um, he says he doesn't believe in micro nukes and he doesn't believe in the no plane theory, you know, um, and, and, um, but like, I think it's fascinating, um, that the bodies were missing. So like two things come to mind right away. One is they mocked up some levels of the world trade center and put coveralls there with the, for the firemen and people found those in the rubble to get the body count higher, um, because they held it lower or people were incinerated by a neutron bomb, nuclear bomb. Or, I mean, I don't think a direct, maybe a direct energy weapon, but you think that would take out the coveralls too. So we'll be right back. Chris from the Rained Out Rancast here reminding you to find all your free speech uncensored content right here on ATN.live. That's 24-7, uncensored, unhinged, unfiltered, 24-7 on ATN.live. Catch shows like The Cole Report, Shepard and Bellis, weekdays, 6 p.m. Central, every weekday night you can hear Shepard and Bellis live at 6 p.m. Central. Also on Sundays, 7 p.m. Central, you can hear Rantcast Live exclusively on ATN.Live. You can interact with the shows. The call lines are always open. 100% uncensored, 24-7, ATN.Live. This is Aaron Cole from The Cole Report. I do a live show every Saturday at 7 a.m. Central. We're going to be going through all of these crazy topics every week. We're going to do deep dives into money, weather, the the carbon, the the planets coming in, the the volcanoes popping. Anything they're going to try to do to depopulate us, we're going to break this down. And we're going to do it live every Saturday at 7 a.m. Central. So please come join me and let's break this shit down Thank you. 
This is Bethany Adani from the Shepherd Ambella Show, co-host with Aaron Cole. And I'm here to remind you that you can catch us on Ambella's Talk Network, Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Central. Again, you can catch us on ATN.Live. Call anytime and show us some love. ATN.Live, the Shepherd Ambellis Show, with Shepherd Ambellis and co-host Bethany Adani, which is myself, and Aaron Cole. Join us. He sometimes wears glasses to see what others don't. In past lives, he was always himself. He doesn't wear Nike, yet he still does it. He's Shepard Ambellis, and you are listening to his show. So before the break, we were talking about 9-11 and some of the events that occurred on that day. Popeye was a first responder. He went on the Rained Out Rantcast, which you can catch the rebroadcast on ATN.Live. Just check the schedule. Um, but um, he was saying that the firefighters' coveralls were found in parts of the building as, you know, um, they were pulling bodies out or whatever. Um, and they, they, they were like set out, like they had a body in it, but, um, they didn't have a body in it. And then like he mentioned that there might've been residue inside them, but I've, I didn't get to ask him directly. And, you know, I don't know how sure he is about that or if he just heard that or if he's seen that personally. Um, but Okay. Uh, two things come to mind, you know, um, they, they laid these coveralls out all over empty floors of the world trade center because it was rumored there was a bunch of empty office spaces and, and because, um, let's just say like, um, let's say like factions of our government staged it up. They knew they had to pull the operation and a certain amount of, uh, people would die in the collateral damage, but maybe, they didn't try to go all out and they tried to like clear some of the floors or something. Maybe they laid out some gear so people would find it. I don't know. Um, now if there truly was like residue in there and these bodies are evaporated, well then, you know, we got some type of nuclear device or neutron device, uh, which we already know we got because there's traces of tritium. There's a high yield nuclear cloud. There's hundred foot deflagrated craters at the base core of towers one, two and building seven. And then there's the memorials that are built like nuclear cooling pools. Um, Bethany and Aaron, do you have any thoughts on this? Like how, like why would, um, firefighter gear be like laid out, but have no body in it possibly have residue in it. That that one's real weird with me. It makes me think of a neutron, it, it maybe swap out the the micro nuke for like a mini neutron bomb. Those usually go after people, or maybe you could do them both together. I guess right. You could do them both together. You get the the nuke. To I get the think they do have. I think they do have something like that. Um, but you know, I wonder. I wonder if a neutron bomb at its 
at its point of destination detonation, you know, cause like if it's like right against like a column, if it just blows the shit out of that, but like at a distance it does, it basically burns more matter, you know, right. I don't know. But like, and then I thought, Oh, di directed energy weapon maybe. But then I thought like, it seems like a directed energy weapon would just, um, you know, like burn the shit out of the, uh, gear, the fireman gear. Mm -hmm. So that, yeah, I mean, that's just, just weird. Just get people and not their gear. It, it kind of leads me to that, just that theory of that you're talking about earlier of maybe that they're just mocking up some kind of a situation. There, there was, there was, um, uh, a guys that did a deep research into this and, and I didn't do as much as these guys. I can't remember their names now. Um, they were coming out with this like in 2008 ish or something and i got into it i mean when i like i didn't i mean i did research i mean i'm i probably did like quite a number of hours into this but but these people did way more and i went like another direction but um there's a lot of evidence of uh well well first of all people know there's no debris pile there's no rubble like there should be just went to dust yeah there should be like a whole pile like as tall as the tower basically of of rubble right. you know and and there's nothing um so that was a question so like people started checking into it and then they found out that you know before the micronuke thing started coming up and they really had some evidence of that um this was like even before that and they were thinking like where did this rubble go so there's people trying to figure out like who was actually occupying the world trade center. And it turns out there was a bunch of empty floors that were totally cleared out. As a matter of fact, um, right around certain sections, maybe possibly even those floors right around the planes. I can't remember, um, how that went or if it was just certain offices. And then there was also this Rothschild, uh, linked moving company or um, shipping company. I think it was called like Zen and they pulled out of there like a week ahead of time. <laughs> that, that's crazy, right? So maybe they could have like stacked some explosives right around where that plane was, was supposed to hit. You get some kind of other cover going on and then you see that boom, that initial plane boom, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. It's weird if the if the tower was kind of cleared out in that way, and then there there's so many so many holes in the story of like how this plane could penetrate this building that's exo. Well, right away, built. Donald Trump knew that wasn't real. Like someone told him a plane hit the building, right. and he's like, "There's no way," uh, you know. And um, they were built to withstand. And then there was that model. They built a model of the World Trade Center, and they shot a crossbow at it like a plane. And um, they had it all figured out, like to scale with the how a real plane would come in, kind of like the weight. They loaded the roof for wind shear and like all this stuff and did it pretty technical. And the plane basically just blew apart and bounced off of the tower. You know, um, it didn't just like melt into it. Yeah, it, it just made like a dent on it. I, you just showed me that uh, just a little bit earlier. That was kind of mind blowing. If they they built it to scale, it and they did the velocity. You know the same. You know scaled it down, made their own model. It just made a dent. There's something wrong with this story.
that is 100% for sure. Well, and then there's the fact that there was the uh, gold found in the Trade Center rubble. Um, (laughs) There there was... um, they they found a bunch of gold um, under the World Trade Center, maybe like um, two hundred to five hundred million dollars. Uh, they they said was there, and there was people that found like parts of this and stuff. But it's also um, you know like they were talking about this on Rantcast, but um, basically like you know people wonder like who has this gold did it you know did they take it out in advance um uh you know what did they do with this gold and then you also had uh rumsfeld mention the two trillion missing dollars ahead of 9-11 and the, you know that's a little bit odd too you know because um that was like one day before um, there's, mm-hmm. there's mainstream articles like, uh, here's, here's one, um, from WFMY news Two, uh, local. And it says, uh, what was in the nine 11 rubble, 500 million in gold, silver and confiscated drugs, 1000 cars. Um, so there's people that speculate like they made, they made away with with some of this stuff too, you know, to top it off. Plus, you know, Larry Silverstein got all that insurance money. Right. So. This was a full heist from top to bottom. We, they got uh, <clears throat> Bush Jr. He got his war in Iraq. People got gold out of it. Silverstein got his insurance money from his failing buildings that he just bought. Uh, Obviously, with, uh, they the had to. Time, just so you, out of, uh, now that you say that, that you know that that looks like they pulled people into. You know, obviously, they would have had to tell Silverstein and stuff like that. And it's not mm-hmm. like Silverstein doesn't know there's like CIA and FBI operations going on in that tower, and there's a clandestine bunker under it, and. Um, you know, oh, yeah. it, it's rumored there was nuclear reactors under there somewhere or in the area. And uh, what's weird is they like powered down. Um, they powered down the towers like a week ahead of time. And they had um, a bunch of workers coming in, like uh, dressed like um, cable men and, and uh uh, TV repair guys and stuff on IntelliHub.News. I did a report on it and it says uh, a former data center worker who worked at one of the World Trade Center buildings before the 9-11 attacks has come forth with bombshell information that suggests operatives planted exotic explosives in the buildings in the weeks before the attacks on September 11th, 2001. And um, this guy was located on the 97th floor, you know, and he says uh, mm-hmm. the power down was on Saturday and Sunday before 9-11. So that would have been the 8th and 9th of September, uh, this guy explains. And um, he says that um, the building was turned over by the Port Authority Saturday morning for the power down and handed back to the Port Authority some 30 hours later, leaving a massive security gap. You know, this is just insane. And so they were, I mean, they all, you know, there even the no Port Authority. Right? Well, I, and I don't know. People gonna benefit. 
I guess a lot of this could have came from like top down, like military type orders too, because they were having drills, right? So like if you're holding war game exercises, you know, do you then at that point just tell people you're holding war game exercises and like you take over this because you can. And then when something happens, you then tell them it's a matter of national security. We were attacked. Like you can't say anything. You know, you see how that works. Like, I mean, I wonder, obviously there was many people that had to uh, bring this together, but it's fascinating, you know, and then um, Marvin Bush headed up the security in there. And um, I don't know. um, They, it's just, um, it's almost like a scene out of that Die Hard 2 where you know, because remember they had all those dump trucks lined up and waiting. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, this is crazy. They had like 150 dump trucks lined up and waiting to just take rubble out, like they were just ready. It, it, it was like the perfect crime, right, Bethany? Yeah, I was just gonna say, you know, the amazing thing is, is that people today, you know, way back when, when I first started to wake up, you know, you mentioned nine eleven was an inside job. You were, you were, forget tin foil hatware. You were just, you know, crackers. But, um, you know, now, many, many years later, people do agree. Like a lot of people do agree that we were not told the truth. However, and I don't know why people, those same people though, won't look at the current events and even moving forward and question, well, if that was not, well, that's like, that was fake. Why why believe the vaccine and all that? I was trying to explain this to Aaron later. Like Aaron's on the fence with a couple of these things. Like some people are, um, obviously some of the shit sounds crazy, like micro nukes or no planes or, you know, how did all that play out? How do we know this? How, but there's, there's, different levels of understanding because that can come through different levels of research too and analysis, not really even the type of research where um, you're reading other people's stuff and you're reading reports more like analysis, like forensic analysis, you know, um, and stuff like that. And just putting like hours into it. Like um, an example, like when I used to do IntelliHub full time, you know, I didn't have an, another job. So, um, my typical work week would be like 80 to 100 hours. And that could be all research. Like if I was on like a nine 11 kick, that hundred hour week could be like all research, you know, and then there, and, but nine 11, I started researching back in like 2000, five or something four, and um for years like i i put like a lot of hours into it and stuff and um you know i mean when i say a lot of hours i mean like thousands and thousands and over 3500 hours and so like um you know i i encourage people because i've thought about this a lot based on my investigations and even what it's taken me to prove certain things to myself during an investigation or to like come to some type of consensus because um, something's hard to figure out or something, but you really need to put like, say you're going to go into the uh, micro nuke part in nine 11, right? Okay. 
I'm trying to guess how many hours I have into that because I started researching that back in 2010. So, um, I, you know, that was one of my more fascinating aspects of 9-11. I'm going to say I have nearly, I'm going to say I have 400 plus hours into micronukes and analyzation of stuff and trying to watch as many video clips as I can, you know, hundreds to try and hear people say something or catch an explosion or, and then digging into like seismic data and how do you read the seismic data and then talking to seismic experts and then like, you know, so like, um, you know, if, um, to, to, you know, to say like, um, you know, that's pretty crazy that they use micronukes. Like, I don't think they did. Like, I think it would be like a good thing, like a, a practice for people to put at least, I'm going to say 10 to 20 hours into something, into a very specific niche thing like that to before you like d decide on things, you know, uh, you know, even something like um, flat earth is like that, you know, put 20 hours into flat earth and then see where you are with that. Uh, put uh, 20 hours into the hole in the Pentagon and, and the area of the Pentagon itself and and the right. events surrounding the Pentagon. And, you know, to me, 20 hours isn't much, and that's not a detailed analysis, but 20 hours is enough to where you would probably start realizing a plane never hit the Pentagon. And then if exactly. you... And if well, where's the footage? And where, right. that's the other thing. We see a common theme here that there's always footage missing for all these major events, including the Las Vegas, you know attack i mean where's all the footage where is all the footage for all this stuff i so, mean if it's declassified now where is well, it all well bethany and it's like you know imagine like the common folk on the street and some guy like me is like oh it was an aerosol they're gonna be like yeah right aerosol helicopters ha 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 you know show me some proof you know like proof. you know first of all you don't just go in and like show people shit like that that easily you know and um so like it's kind of like these people you know um need to do the due diligence like but a lot of people don't because they don't question the narrative like the common folk so i guess is what i'm trying to say is like that's why i'm talking people through this right now so they start realizing like um not necessarily our core listeners because we know they all do research and all this stuff but um anyone who's first tuning into the show or something just like no you really got to put some analysis like uh pretend you're a csi worker or whatever and like get in there and start like looking at shit like you know for example in the las vegas shooting um take the gun sound and count how many bullets per second what's the cycle rate go match it up against known gun sounds Go, mm -hmm. go find out what an AR-15 fires at. Go find out what an AR-15 sounds like with a bump stock. Go, you know, find all these cycle rates. Find, uh, you know, I mean, these are like simple things you could do to um, realize like they didn't even use an AR-15 with a bump stock, the shooter, in the Las Vegas shooting. You know, but that sounds crazy, like to the normal guy. What do you mean? 
what do you mean he didn't use an AR-15? They found 50 of them in his fucking room. You know, um, <laughs> but, you know, you can go do this, like, deeper research. So, you know, it gets crazy. But, um, and and I'm not saying, like, I know everything or even close. Um, because, I mean, I think there's so much to this shit. But, um, but I mean, he's, like, Popeye saying there there's no bodies in these coveralls is like i'm like wow now that that's fascinating now uh what else is fascinating is the rubble burnt in the basement at 2800 degrees nothing can burn at 2800 degrees unless it's um like nuclear fissions going on and it can't burn for six months like that Mm -mm. no way there's also some weird people do you think people sorry but like do you think people like okay and this has always been my question i mean so you do have people that understand the dynamics and physics of this kind of stuff like i don't understand that nuclear you know micro nukes and all that i'm not i don't well i think like those architects and engineers there's like four or five or six thousand of them that all say i mean they're saying nanothermite but of course like everyone doesn't know there's micro nukes and then there's barometric bombs and there's dews and but the point is they know it wasn't a plane and they get this is aaron cole from the cole report i do a live show every saturday at 7 a.m central we're going to be going through all of these crazy topics every week we're going to do deep dives into money weather the the carbon the the planets coming in the the volcanoes popping anything they're going to try to do to depopulate us we're going to break this down and we're going to do it live every saturday at 7 a.m central so please come join me and let's break this shit down Thank you. This is Bethany Adani, co-host of the Shepherd Ann Bella Show, here to personally invite you to a place where freedom of speech actually still exists. ATN.live and Bella's Talk Network. Open and expand your heart, mind, soul, and ears with a variety of daily dose truths as you listen to the Shepherd Ann Bella Show with host Shepherd Ann Bellis and my fellow co-host Aaron Cole, Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. Central. ATN.live and Bella's Talk Network, where you will also find the Cole Report, the Rained Out Rantcast, along with many others arriving to the network in the near future. ATN.live and Bella's Talk Network. ATN.live, spread the word. Hey, Chris, with the Rained Out Rantcast here. Letting you know to find all your favorite shows from the Shepherd and Bella show to the Cole Report right here on ATN.live, including Rantcast Live every Sunday at 8 Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, right here on ATN.live. Come and check it out. He always skips the first date simply because he can. He once attended a Bilderberg meeting with a camera. His two cents are worth millions. He is Shepard Ambellis, and you are listening to his show.
dude, did you all see this shit? Tim Cass comes out with a fucking uh, music video. He comes out with a um, music channel. Like, I don't know, it's like his record company or whatever. And then he puts that on YouTube, like a new channel. And then he puts yeah. like some, he puts like one video on it. It gets like 100,000 views. And then somehow it has like 34,000 subscribers, which like, I think, I, I don't know how many subscribers I have. It's not very many. It's like 25 or 30 something. So think about that. Okay. Like I got like 25,000 subscribers. I could go live and get like no views. I could do a video and get like zero views. And then now Tim Katz comes out with this other video, music video. I, I wouldn't think that the general populace would necessarily be all over listening to that. Um, obviously as listeners are going to go over there. Um, yeah, but it seems to me like artificially, I mean, you can promote like YouTube videos, like maybe he paid to promote it, but I didn't, I can't remember if it's supposed to say like promoted if you do that, or if it's like kind of secretive. And then like, I'm just sitting there wondering like how a brand new channel gets like a million views on a video that I'm kind of thinking wouldn't like, I don't think it's like the next hit or anything. I mean, it's got a million views, but like, it seems like pumped. Um, but, but like, what music are, sucks. Yeah. I'll, like I'll say it for you. Okay. Music so, is shit. Yeah. Okay. So the, okay. So you know what I'm getting at, right? Like I'm trying to be nice, you know, but like basically, I mean, I'm not knocking the guy's music cause like there's all different kinds of music, but, but it, it yeah. doesn't seem like something that would go get a million hits. And even if he had all of his listeners go over there, a million people aren't going to go listen to that shit. I'm telling you, like if he's like, Oh yeah, people go fucking listen to this thing, which he probably did. It's not going to, a million people aren't going to fucking listen to that. I, so what is going on, you know, and then, you know, does, how do you get a music channel on YouTube set up? And I don't know. It seems like every time I go to do something like that, like I've tried to set, they, I've monetized my channels. They've never even paid me. I've set independent channels up for like my first film and had it fully monetized. And then it wasn't monetized and they didn't pay me like, um, it, you know, then you can go set up like an artist channel. Um, but I mean like shit goes on with stuff like that. And, uh, oh, so magically he gets it all set up. Perfect. You know, like in my world, that wouldn't even happen. Like I wouldn't even be able to get the fucking channel set up. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's like, um, dude, like Twitter, they won't give me a, one of those check marks or anything. Um, I'm, I meet all the criteria. They won't ever respond to me. And then you'll get someone on the scene like Laura Loomer who comes out of like fucking nowhere, literally, and just instantly has a fucking blue check mark. There, there was a point where Twitter was saying they're going to, they were going to stop giving out check marks and they're still giving out check check marks to everybody, but they won't give them to me. That's just, yeah. They no, said that. So they, no, sir. right. Yeah. I mean, that's some crazy <laughs> shit. You know, um, we were talking about this um, German guy. What was that? Like a German chancellor or something? I can't remember what that guy's. Okay. Po- this guy's name is Frederick. Uh, I'm going to pronounce his last name as Mer- Mars. Mers. It's a M. It's Frederick. I, I got that part. But his last name is M E R Z. 
mm-hmm. and then uh, after that, it has a a, a, a comma CDU. This isn't the Chancellor or anything like that. Uh, Ang- Angela Merkel was the oh the, yeah, that's the right. Former. That's right. And then now it's uh, Olaf Schultz. I just remember that because my daughter so, likes watching. So now this Frederick dude, uh, according to Kevin, who did deep research earlier today, I haven't checked into it myself, but uh, usually he's spot on. I mean, shit. Um, he he was saying this shit was like two years ago. Now, if if this if this speech was um, two years ago then this gets even weirder because in the speech he's saying, uh, you know, he's saying it in German and he says like uh, colleagues, he says, uh, you know, basically on uh, September 24th, 2022 will be a day that all of us will remember where we were at that time, you know, because it's going to be so significant. And then I thought that this was more recent, like within the last week or something. Not if that's two years ago, Okay, you only got several possibilities, and you guys tell me what you think about this. But, like, okay, one possibility is they know that something's going to happen on that date because they're going to do like a war or, or nuke someone, or okay, right? So it's like a, a contrived, you know, like a 9 11. Like, they know the date, so they're going to, okay. Now, the, the um, other possibility is there's going to be like a earth type event like uh, my film shackled to silence talks about, except I started thinking about it and I'm like, well, you know, if there's like a planet moving in and it's going to do a pole shift, they can't really predict that to the day that thing could shift any day. They might know a window, but what they could predict, assuming space and asteroids are real, what they could predict is an asteroid impact because they can predict those to the day and time and everything supposedly. So, um, now that would give them a date, you know, that's the only natural disaster. I know that they could predict to like a date. Uh, what are your thoughts on this Aaron and Bethany? Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, can you think of any others? I can't think of too many others. I think you got the, got that right. Either human or space objects. We don't know what the earth is going to do with super volcanoes or, any of that kind of stuff. I'm kind of lining this up for maybe maybe a, a people issue at the moment, but I'm very much open to some other ideas. Bethany, yeah, what, yeah what, like what they could do like thinking? a great reset. They could kick in the great, you know, an economic collapse, something they orchestrate right. or, or uh, asteroid. Yeah, Bethany, what are your thoughts? Yeah. Well, somebody, when I was reading underneath the comment, somebody noted that that was when. Uh, Russian forces launched uh, the military attack on Ukraine. So I don't know if that has anything to do with that or what. But that I guess right. the date is February 24th, 2022, uh, when mm-hmm. the actual like launch took place of uh, military action. And supposedly he was speaking on that day is 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 what that comment was saying, Bethany. It just was. It just said that I, I looked at it yesterday, so I don't have it right. And in we front don't of me, know but. any of this because we haven't gone into it. Uh, Kevin says it happened years ago, and we don't know if this comment knows anything either. But like, this is something like I want to find out. I didn't really go in and like check on this because I didn't have any time. But um, like, 
this is fascinating because like if he knew like a while back that is strange now what else um aaron and i started talking behind the scenes about um this date and because we can play this clip real quick a little bit in german maybe uh but like you know he's saying um he's saying look like like you're gonna remember this date and um so we started talking about the asteroid thing because like i just said i was thinking like you know they would know an asteroid date and i go in and um we're looking they got a white house now this is fucking crazy this goes along with uh, my film shackle to silence that aaron and i worked on like it just keeps going because like this is crazy White House wants NASA to slow hunt for killer asteroids in baffling move. Bloomberg.com. That's Wait, crazy. Read that, read that again, Chef. White House wants NASA to slow hunt for killer asteroids in baffling move. So... Ooh. So the the Biden administration is coming out. Now, we already know they shut down all the near-Earth telescopes in my film. We talked about this. Then they took out that Arecibo, which I saw the cable myself and did an analysis, and it was super heated. It didn't snap, which means they, like, lasered it or something now or cut it with a torch manually or something. Um, now, so remember, I said that a disaster is coming from space. And they don't want anyone to know about it. So they had all the set, the telescope shut down under COVID. And that was all mainstream. And then, okay, so um, the Neowise notices all of a sudden. Now the Neowise is up there. And um, it notices today that an 84-foot white asteroid is headed toward Earth today. Um, so they're still reporting that this Neowise is in use, but I heard that shutting down too. But now, now listen to this. It says that, um, the, the white house, the administration has proposed delaying by two years until 2028, the launch of an infrared space telescope meant to find these threatening asteroids and sharply cutting its budget for the next year. Now, um, Congress is saying we need to hunt these asteroids because we know there's a danger and NASA is saying there's a big danger. And then the Biden administration is saying, no, don't send this telescope up. But the, the key here is this is a infrared telescope and see what they don't want this thing up there for is because they already shut down this other one that they don't want this infrared one up there because an infrared telescope is what you need to see the approaching brown dwarf star system because you can only see it in right. infrared. And so this is really bizarre. So I feel like by 2028, it, it would almost be on top of us or something's going to be going on by then or, or it'll pass at a distance and no one will get a, a glimpse of this thing because like our astronomers can't see it because it's invisible because it sucks up all the light. It's like a black hole almost. And so, um, I mean, it's just crazy. So I don't know why, um, you know, they're, they're calling those telescopes off. That's so bizarre. It's like this thing's continuing. We'll be right back. We're going to talk about this more in the September 24th date in this German guy. 
shopshep.vip, the official store of Shepard and Bellis, where you can find all of Shep's latest and greatest films, music, and merch. Shopshep.vip is your one-stop shopping source for everything. As a pledge of your support, don't forget to purchase a hard copy of Shep's most recent film, Shackled to Silence, or a hand-signed CD of Shep's latest full-length electronic album titled Gangstalker 2.0. Shopshep.vip is your destination. Remember, don't forget, show Shep some love for what he does. Go to shopshep.vip now and place your order now. What are you waiting for? Shopshep.vip. That's shopshep.vip. This is Aaron Cole from The Cole Report. I do a live show every Saturday at 7 a.m. Central. We're going to be going through all of these crazy topics every week. We're going to do deep dives into money, weather, the the carbon, the the planets coming in, the the volcanoes popping. Anything they're going to try to do to depopulate us, we're going to break this down. And we're going to do it live every Saturday at 7 a.m. Central. So please come join me and let's break this shit down. Thank you. Chris from the Rained Out Rantcast here reminding you to find all your free speech uncensored content right here on ATN.live. That's 24-7, uncensored, unhinged, unfiltered, 24-7 on ATN.live. Catch shows like The Cole Report, Shepard and Bellis, weekdays, 6 p.m. Central, every Weekday night, you can hear Shepard and Bellis live at 6 p.m. Central. Also on Sundays, 7 p.m. Central, you can hear Rantcast live exclusively on ATN.Live. You can interact with the shows. The call lines are always open. 100% uncensored, 24-7, ATN.Live. On the edge of your seat, stop biting your nails, sit back, strap in, and enjoy the ride. You're listening to The Shepherd and Bella Show. Well, there's a date coming up that apparently we should worry about. According to Off Grid, living with Paul and Adrian, they were talking about this German guy and how he gave this speech and the September 24, 2022 date comes up. But then I started checking into it with Aaron and we were talking about how the telescopes were shut down, like during my film and we were rechecking on it and then listen to this. Okay. So, um, here's some news articles, November 20th, 2020 legendary Arecibo telescope will close forever. June 16th, 2021 Hubble just shut down and is fighting for its survival. May 3rd, 2022, NASA to shut down SOFIA telescope that found water on moon. NASA shuts down Hubble Space Telescope due to uh, March 10th, 2021. Observatory in Mexico was shut down. 
Hubble Space Telescope sidelined. Now this new um, thing, and, and Russia aims to restart a telescope shut down by Germany. I forgot to tell you, other countries are doing the same thing, and they've all shut down their telescopes too. What do you think about that James Webb thing? Is supposedly supposed to look into the past? Are we trying to get like a little bit of information before and like save it for the next people on Earth? Like after everything gets really screwed up? Well, Maybe? I think that that part of the thing? Illuminati Maybe. and the um, like the mud floods and Tartaria and part of why there's like queens and kings and like rulers that dispatch like people to go out to the new world to rediscover buildings that were already there and like re-inhabit it and then like erase history of that disaster. They mm -hmm. must know that there's a cycle and they must know the cycle. Um, so they, by now they have implemented, why do you think there's, um, I mean, okay. If there's parallel civilizations because they keep getting wiped out every 3,600 years or every 600 or every 300 or whatever, and they keep lying to us and rebuilding, they, they, this time I went back and checked, they had a real good system of doing this and the Smithsonian goes and it hides shit. And then they give you your textbooks all from a certain place, you know, and all, you know, even from back in the day. And then like, you know, the, we know how the whole thing goes down, but like, you know, did that go back time after time, after time, after time again? And is that the secret of these elites and their legacies? Um, and this is just another time because now you got them talking about the great reset, right? Coming up and COVID was a blanket op. Like I was saying in my movie that then we have to consider they use that as a way to slow the economy and they already ran beta tests on that because they don't want it to just abruptly crash when an asteroid hits so they might come out with a major pandemic before that for instance and limit travel and shopping so that Freaks. it eases it in over a one or two week span or a one month span or a three month span or however that works right and then also the green agenda too with like trying to get us to stop tapping into tapping into the oil reserves in the earth which i don't think we're at peak oil or anything like that anytime soon but if you get people to stop messing with that you can save it for future generations that are going to be on the earth when so they can get back into it and try to rebuild a civilization it's kind of one of my working theories it's not an original theory by any stretch of the imagination but that's something i'm really thinking and looking into as well so get people away from from the fossil fuels save the, it for another generation after we get fucked up from something from space right and um well right now too there's a lot of people talking about that september 24th date like behind the scenes um it's like a big thing um and it makes you wonder because like didn't biden also leave unexpectedly or something like that from the white house yes he did Today he left uh, from uh, D.C. to go back to his uh, his his uh, pimp house in Delaware. I had that somewhere right here, not that long ago. Let me double check that one. I had an itinerary for it. Did, okay, here we go. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I'm just wondering. Like, I, I kind of want to see if anyone else is bunkering down right now. Um, oh yeah, you know, and kind of see what they got going on. 
Yeah, six at six o five p.m. had the president and first lady depart Washington D.C. en route to uh, Wilmington, Delaware, uh, from Joint uh, Joint Base Andrews. Six forty, the president and first lady arrive in Wilmington at seven fifty five p.m. So this might be from yesterday, maybe the president and first lady depart Wilmington on the way back to back to Joint Joint Base Andrews. So this might have been yesterday. I'm, I might have messed that one up, and I apologize. It seems like they just ducked out for an hour yesterday. It, it, it could still fit some kind of a timeline of just weirdness that's going on right here. Why would you duck out to your house for basically an hour and a half or so? That seems weird, huh? Yeah. Why you would know, you just duck uh, out like Extra, extra stash of adrenochrome. Yeah, or he's having a hot dog and pizza party <laughs> with uh, Ali Fontes. Some pizza. It could be. Yeah. Um, let's see. Let me check the date on this again real quick. Y- uh, y'all carry on. I'm going to double check this date. I'm sorry. Well, I was thinking too, like, um, uh, yeah, I want to start checking in all these people because if, if something truly is coming up, we should see some type of movement or people disappearing to some extent. Um, and it'd be like kind of interesting to watch because we we're at September 13th right now and we got till the 24th. So that's like 11 days from now. That's still quite a lot of time to see what's going on. Did, um, let's see, let me pull something up real quick. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to, I'm diving into this, this Biden thing, and it seems like it's from today, and it necessarily hasn't happened yet, but it was just an itinerary put out. Oh, right. So like, it like seems they, like this is from today. Okay. It just, uh, just hasn't exactly, I mean, it's kind of transpiring by now, but that seems real weird. I don't know why you would just duck out for an hour unless you, <laughs> I guess, going to hit up your, your stash of something, check on, check on a hunter and see what he's up to. How much crack hookers he's got going on before the world ends, I guess. They're saying, um, I don't know, Dredge Report doesn't really um, have anything interesting on it that's like relates to anything. Um, they were talking about inflation and all that, food inflation. The uh, Yeah, the, the stock market uh, took a, like a hard hard dive today. I think it's the the worst since June of 2020, which uh, which is pretty bad. The the overall inflation went down just like 0.2 percent. We're still hovering around 8.3, but like the food and everything else is is exploded. I in mean, uh, inflation, it's really driving everything up as well. Well, and, 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 and you we've know, talked about inflation. Yeah, if they're saying inflation's right. bad, like if they say it's like 13% or whatever they say, like you know that shit's way worse than what they're saying too. That's what's Absolutely. scary. And, and they're saying also that the, the job market's strong, so that means we have a strong economy, but there's we're starting to see a lot of layoffs in some of these uh, like tech sectors, and that's just going to feed into the rest of the, the economy. The uh, also the 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 rail lines, the the people that haul around shit all across the country, they're supposed to be having a strike coming up real soon too. I think like Friday. I need to double check that date real quick. That'd be crazy. You know, something that could spark something yeah. too, right? Like that's kind of like that trucker thing too in Canada, right? 
Yeah. I think rail moves like at least 30% of just commercial goods and then also like chemicals and all that kind of stuff that's not really safe to put on the road. They could have done uh, beta tests. <clears throat> they could have done beta tests with the trucker thing and with the rail thing to where as we approach an event, they uh, start doing that everywhere and it and it stalls the economy like we were talking Right. Yeah. Just kind of shut off everything slowly, incrementally, get rid of a couple of couple people here and there, like overall and and kind of brace everybody for for something much worse to happen. I don't know if it's going to be a nuke or or a comet or, or Planet X, but there's something coming. And I hope everybody's enough, getting ready too- for it. Sorry, Aaron. There's, just to keep your eyes on to the healthcare field, um, a lot of nurses are striking as well. There's a lot of healthcare strikes going on um, recently. Now, why is that going on, Bethany? Do you know exactly? Um, I have to look into it a little bit. Just more, all the situations with how everything is now. Low pay, staffing yeah. shortages. A lot of nurses. I know. Fifteen. I'm reading headlines now. CNN one day ago. Massive healthcare strike. Fifteen thousand Minnesota. Nurses walk off the job, overwork U.S. nurses, strike over low pay, staffing shortages, um, largest private sector nurses strike in U.S. history begins in, in Minnesota. Okay, so it's the largest private sector. I don't know if this is nationwide. I'll have to look into it a little bit more and we can w- report on it a little bit more tomorrow. But it looks like it's in Minnesota. Right. Mostly. That's the same stuff. It's the same stuff with the with the railroad people as well. It's like overpay and compensation as well. Yeah. Everybody wants their money. All right. Well, support the network. Go up to the top of the pink button. Um, every show archives on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And give us a five-star rating and review. And share us on Facebook and Twitter because we're totally shadow banned. So, you know, y'all have to share this. And what do we got coming up? We got a special, special, special guest on Friday. I'm not even going to announce the name because their life's in danger, basically. I don't want to, like, let people know when they're on air. But we're going to have a a special guest coming up Friday. Good night, guys. Good night, everybody. ShopShep.VIP, the official store of Shepard and Bellis, where you can find all of Shep's latest and greatest films, music, and merch. ShopShep.VIP is your one-stop shopping source for everything. As a pledge of your support, don't forget to purchase a hard copy of Shep's most recent film, Shackled to Silence, or a hand-signed CD of Shep's latest full-length electronic album titled Gangstalker 2.0. ShopShep.VIP is your destination. Remember, don't forget... Show Shep some love for what he does. Go to shopshep.vip now and place your order now. What are you waiting for? Shopshep.vip. That's shopshep.vip. This is Bethany Adani from the Shepherd Ambellis Show, co-host with Aaron Cole. And I'm here to remind you that you can catch us on Ambellis Talk Network, Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Central. Again, you can catch us on ATN.Live. Call anytime and show us some love. ATN.Live, the Shepard Ambellis Show, with Shepard Ambellis and co-host Bethany Adani, which is myself, and Aaron Cole. Join us.
Chris from the Rained Out Rancast here reminding you to find all your free speech uncensored content right here on ATN.live. That's 24-7, uncensored, unhinged, unfiltered, 24-7 on ATN.live. Catch shows like The Cole Report, Shepard and Bellis, weekdays, 6 p.m. Central, every weekday night you can hear Shepard and Bellis live at 6 p.m. Central. Also on Sundays, 7 p.m. Central, you can hear Rantcast Live exclusively on ATN.Live. You can interact with the shows. The call lines are always open. 100% uncensored, 24-7, ATN.Live. A-T-N. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.